0: Everybody and welcome to Taking Control the ADHD podcast on rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright and right over there is Nikki Kinzer. Hello Pete Wright and everybody else. It's a big day.
1: Oh, we have so much to announce and talk about and yeah, and follow up with. It's awesome.
0: I know we have a lot of follow up and and we're on the cusp of a very big month. We are. Right? October is is kind of your month. It's your jam.
1: It is. Yes. I share it with the breast cancer uh, survivor folks and I think and isn't it depression cancer.
0: awareness month too I think it there might are a be. lot of awareness months in October yeah yeah but the big one is clearly ADHD
1: well that's the one I'm focusing on yes
0: <laughs> okay me too then I'll okay, focus great. on that one, too. Um, we've we've got a lot to talk about. We uh, Today's show, we're talking about uh, ADHD love and chores. And I can't wait to hear how you unravel that. You uh, know, right? That, so, so, <laughs> so many announcements. Uh, you know the drill. Head over to TakeControlADHD.com to get to know us a little bit better. You can listen to the show right there on the website or subscribe for free to the mailing list. And make sure you don't miss a single episode each time it's released each week. Connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at Take control ADHD and call us, leave us a voicemail at 503-664-4ADD to get your voice and your questions on this show. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And we have some questions stacking up. I know we've got some t- digital questions. We've got some uh, questions that are, are sort of medically oriented. We're working on it. We're working on shows around answers though. So stay tuned. Keep listening. It's it's coming. Your answers yes. are coming. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Where would you like to start on our announcements?
1: Uh, Okay, well, big announcement, uh, well, a couple of big announcements, but the first thing, like you said, coming up in October is ADHD Awareness Month, and there are some things going on that I want to share with our audience. Uh, First one is uh, the ADHD Awareness Expo, and this is a free virtual conference um, of several different ADHD experts, including myself. I get to be a part of it, which I'm really excited about.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yes, that you can sign up and and listen to all kinds of different topics that range from organizing, time management, productivity, mindfulness. I mean, when you go to their website and check out all the different experts and the different topics, it's pretty exciting. Um, This is going to be held October 1st through the 7th. And so for people to sign up, register, be a part of this, um, head over to my website or to the show notes to register. And uh, I'm going to ask, you that you use my link if you don't mind so that they know that they uh that you heard about it from me. Um that's always nice.
0: Absolutely where
1: where they heard about it from. So um the ADHD awareness expo
0: is the first thing I want. Yeah. Excellent. So the about. link, the the appropriate link will be in the show notes. You can swipe over in your uh, in your podcast app of choice that you're listening on right now. Swipe over there and click on the ADHD uh, Ex- uh, awareness expo and you can jump right uh, to register to join Nikki.
1: Okay, so what's next is I want to share in this uh, ADHD Awareness Month, so I'm going to be offering a few different things. On October 3rd and on and October 17th, I'm going to be hosting two webinars at 3 p.m. Pacific. So if you want to register and be a part of these webinars, um, please do so. You are going to have to register online. So again, um, you can either go to the show notes to, to sign up, or uh, easier is if you sign up for my newsletter, you will get notification of both webinars, what the topics are going to be and how to sign up. So either, uh, sign up on my newsletter or go straight to the website, uh, show notes or this show show notes, and you can register.
0: Okay. And okay. uh, that's an easy one. And what are you going to be talking yes. about on those, on, on those webinars?
1: Okay. Well, it's only September 18th right now.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> so it's a little early. Is that what you're telling it's me? It's a
1: little early for me to like <laughs> actually say it out loud, okay. but I, but they're going to be great. <laughs> they're going to be ADHD related and you're not going to want to miss them.
0: Who would ever <laughs> even dare to suggest?
1: I know. Right. <laughs> yes. So, uh um, okay. yeah, that's still Kind of, you know, to be determined. I knew you were going to ask that, too. Well, you know, you
0: throw it out there. I got to (laughs) know.
1: I know. Inquiring
0: minds (laughs) and all that whatnot.
1: I will figure it out very, very soon, I promise. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Um, The other thing that I'm doing, uh, and this is actually going to start September 22nd, which is um, coming up this Friday, and I'm going to do this all the way through the end of October. I'm going to be jumping onto my Facebook, uh, so that's Take Control ADHD. If you are not uh, a fan of the Facebook page, please uh, do that, because every uh, Friday, Again, starting September 22nd to the end of October, I'm going to be doing a Facebook Live at 3 p.m. Pacific.
0: Fancy you at the Facebook live stream,
1: right? I'm like so hip.
0: You are
1: (laughs) in the marketing world. Your ID?
0: Uh, Are you social media?
1: Huh? (laughs) Am I millennial? millennial? Yeah. No. Add 20 Uh. years, maybe. Minus 20 years, I should say, not plus. No, but I thought this would be a fun way to connect with people, and I have different topics for each Friday. Um, and it's also a great way for you guys to just to ask me questions or comment or anything. So if you happen to be around and you see that I'm live, uh, please jump on to that feed because I'd love to to hear from you. And of course, the extra support is always no, you know, great to know that people, you know, are there. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm absolutely. Not- All right. So starting, that's starting
0: this Friday.
1: Yes. That's going to start this Friday through the end of October.
0: Um,
1: and then I also, for the month of October, will be holding a special promotion, um, for both my coaching services and online products. I don't want you to miss that. So the way to know about that is to sign up for my newsletter. So, um, please do so again, that will be in the show notes. Um, but I am going to be offering a couple of different promotions for both things, services and online products. Um, but you have to be part of the newsletter to get the details. So please do that.
0: Excellent. We'll put the link also in the show notes. Uh, and I think before we get to, we have one more thing before we get started. Uh, yes, we do. I feel like we're piling on the announcements today. This is just the announcement podcast.
1: And uh, we're usually not that way. That's no. what's so funny is we uh, usually don't have a ton, but we do today.
0: Well, it's a big month. And and I, I think to celebrate the big month and all the work that Nikki does to, to continue to help and provide resources and support this show, we have launched a Patreon page. For those of you who don't uh, know what Patreon is all about, it is simply a way for uh, listeners and supporters of creators, whether they're people who make uh, podcasts or YouTube videos or authors, uh, it is a way for you to directly support uh, these. Uh, creators uh, monetarily through just a, a, a trickle of a, a buck five bucks a month, uh, if you support uh, what they do, if you get something out of what they do uh, and and in this case, what we have been doing since two thousand and ten uh, as a service to the community we are um, we are asking for a, a little bit of support as we continue to to grow and as you can hear, Nikki has so many things going on uh, as we leap into. ADHD Awareness Month, uh, what better time than to do a little bit of a membership drive to help support us, help support what Nikki is doing uh, and what we're doing through this podcast to bring you great interviews, great resources, we hope, that have helped to make your life better in some way, shape, or, or form over the last seven years. Uh, if you uh, feel good about it, if you feel like it is a sound financial decision for you to help us out, we'd sure appreciate you jumping over to patreon.com and, uh, and sharing uh, a little bit with us. Now, what does that look like? We have two tiers. Uh, one is the ADHD good karma uh, tier, <laughs> which is just, you know, hey, you've been listening a long time. We know there are a lot of you out there, uh, throw us a buck a month and it's a, uh, it's a couple of cups of coffee a year and, uh, and there it is. Good ADHD karma. We just appreciate it. And you know what? I threw something else that I haven't even told you about this, Nikki. I haven't oh. even told you, uh, if you join that group, uh, I'm going to go ahead and release the podcast episode for the week early.
1: Oh, uh, nice.
0: Right. So you get every user on Patreon. Once you sign in, you get your own unique podcast RSS feed. So you just subscribe to it in iTunes or your podcast app of choice, and you can listen to this show as soon as Nikki and I are done with it, not when it launches the next week, right? So you get a couple of days early to to hear us. What do you think? I think that's great. I think it is great. It's super easy, and that's awesome. any subscriber. The ADHD Insider is our next tier, and that's at five bucks a month. And what we're what we offer here is uh, access to a brand new private Facebook community just for Patreon supporters of this show. Uh, we are looking to create a community of folks who are um, seeking uh, a, a better way to live, looking for support, building living systems, digital systems, whatever. Nikki and I will both be uh, in there and, and looking to answering questions, answering questions commenting, connecting resources. Hopefully we'll right. be able to bring our, some of our guests in to answer questions. Uh, we'll be it's doing a additional- great way
1: too. I just have to say, it's a great mm-hmm. way to talk about that week's podcast. Yeah. And so if people have additional things that they want to say or comment, um, and, and they are a member of that, I mean, that's a, a great platform to, uh, talk about the current Current podcasts, current events, whatever.
0: Absolutely, we're also mm-hmm. going to be doing even more Facebook Live events and Q and As, uh, and and extra content, extra extended interviews with uh, ADHD specialists and guests that come on the show. That w- when we talk for too long, uh, and and we end up having to cut for time, uh, you know, we're going to be releasing the extended uh, episodes in your podcast feed for for subscribers. So uh, and maybe
1: some bloopers.
0: I make no claims to my own bloopers, but I will oh. gladly share any of Nikki's. <laughs> Let's just say that.
1: Hey! <laughs> What about the beginning of this show when you were better, when it sounded like butter?
0: I don't even, I'm not even sure that that exists anymore. You're speaking completely <laughs> oh, in I fabrication. Know.
1: Right. Liar, liar, liar pants liar, on fire. Liar, is
0: right. Well, anyway, <laughs> we, is, we're, we don't need to, to prolong this part, but we sure appreciate any of you who are interested in jumping over to Patreon. You can find it at patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast, or, uh, you know, there's a link on the website and in the show notes. We'll, we'll put the link in the show notes. So just swipe over there. It's the easiest way to jump to it. Uh, set up an account. Very very quick and and we sure hope to that we can count on your support as we continue to do this. Uh, we're looking forward to a lot of great things uh, that to come, but we we need a little bit of a need a little bit of help. There you yes. go. What do you think? Yes, thank All you. Right. Great. Uh, thank you so much. Let's move on. Move on yes. from the promotion stuff for crying out loud. What do you I want know. to talk about today?
1: Well, I absolutely loved talking to Melissa Orlo last week. She's um, so great. Gosh, she's so great. I loved it. So I want to continue the conversation around relationships and ADHD. Um, but first, before I dive into that, I just have to mention and and give a shout out to my lovely parents. Who just celebrated their fiftieth year anniversary?
0: Fifty years, fifty oh,
1: years. That's and,
0: amazing. Uh,
1: talk about odds that were completely against them. So my folks are—they um, got—they were eighteen when they got married. Wow! And uh, eighteen and pregnant. Wow! Yes, never knew that until I was until I figured out that you know my sister and I were like teenagers and we were like, okay, this doesn't make sense because they got married <laughs> in September. Yeah, totally. And you were born in April. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so and of course we were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she was pregnant. You know, you can just imagine what two t- you know teenage totally. young girls were thinking when they found that out about their parents. But God bless them. They were, yes, 18 years old, um, pregnant, and they've been together for 50 years. It's amazing. Amazing love story. And uh, we had a great weekend celebrating with family and friends. And I just have to say, I am just so honored and thankful to witness such a beautiful love um, that they have had. And I'm, I'm so lucky that they were my parents. I was telling Uh, In my speech, I was telling uh, the people that were there, I said, you know, growing up, my parents were always so respectful of each other. They never fought in front of us. They never yelled at each other. They were never mean to each other. They've always been very loving, very affectionate. Um, And you can just tell that there's just this deep, deep love. Yeah. And, uh, and it was just sweet. And I was telling my dad about that, um, during the weekend and my dad said, well, there just, it was never really a reason to, to argue. Like when we had a problem, we worked it out. Mm. Like, wow. (laughs) Wow. You know, yeah. it was just really cool. Now my dad's personality is pretty laid back. I mean, he is a very easygoing person and my mom is, is definitely more high strong. And so it probably <laughs> really truly is like opposites of track. Like, you know, she mel or he mellows her out, but yet she kind of keeps him on track, you yeah, know? Totally. Um, So it definitely what, you know, it definitely is a, uh, an opposite's a track that works. But one of the sweetest things I have to share is towards the end of the evening, um, my dad turned off the, the TV because we were all watching football. And uh, turned off the TV, and he put on a song from Alan Jackson called "Remember When," mm-hmm. and this is their song, and it was so sweet because he every everybody's quiet, and we're like, okay, what is my dad doing? And he said, well, I want to ask my lady to share a dance with me, and and so in the middle of the kitchen, you know, with all of us there watching, they slow danced to "Remember When," and it was such an emotional. Moment and just one of those things that, you know, I will always, always oh, remember. So yeah. Sweet. It was very sweet. For
0: so crying out loud. That's amazing.
1: I know. So then I thought, okay, well, we've got to talk about. On the podcast, continue this, you know, idea about relationships and ADHD and all that stuff. And I thought, well, one of the reasons that I think my parents' love has lasted is they have a really good understanding of who does what, <laughs> 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 and they have gotten the household chores down to a tee. <laughs> what
0: a labyrinth! A labyrinth of thought connections that you made to get here.
1: <laughs> I, I love know, right? That so I'm- much. I know connections. Like connections, it's oh. that dot to dot. It's like that's
0: okay, it. Here
1: we go. So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about household chores.
0: Okay, all right. So household chores. Uh, this is this is not so much about uh, doing what you're told when you're told to do it.
1: No, in fact, the information I am sharing is from Melissa Orlov's work. Okay, this is mm-hmm. not my idea. This is not my work. In oh. fact, <laughs> I need I need to take her advice and put it in my own home um, but I, I and then you can actually learn a lot more about this topic and other topics as we mentioned last week in her book the couple's guide to thriving with ADhD absolutely um, and her community got-
0: marriage uh, marriage and ADhD and we've got a link to that in the in the show yes. notes as well
1: Yes, absolutely, because yeah. really, I mean, she's spot on, and uh, I'm just going to take a few of the points, and then we can kind of add in to, you know, what we think.
0: Sure.
1: Um, but yeah, this was this was good. I and, and, you know, and I picked this chores thing, too, because this actually comes up a lot with my own clients, um, because getting stuff done around the house is stressful. It's overwhelming, and uh, it definitely seems to get pushed to the side when you've worked all day and and whatnot. So a couple of things I think we need to avoid is, uh, and this is actually, um, from her book is having the non ADHD partner be in charge of everything. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I, you know, I, that stuck with me last week because I made a comment in the, in the conversation last week and and I used the word normal and, and I, when I use the word normal, I tend to use it in air quotes, but I feel like she didn't hear it that way. <laughs> That, that right. Sort of, but, but what I meant to say is that there is that, that the danger of this relationship is that there is a non ADHD baseline that gets set around which everything else has to operate. And, right. and that's the scary thing. Right. Especially if if you are the only person with ADHD in your household, uh, then then it starts to feel very isolating.
1: Yes. Yes. And, and I think that's very true. And then I think you also run the risk of what she was talking about last week too, with that parent child role that yeah. if you have the non ADHD partner be in charge of everything, then it, it really does feel more like a parent to a child. And there's so much resentment that can be built from that. So, um, couple things to definitely avoid. And, and I think what you're saying is it, it's too isolating if, if you're not a part of it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and have say in, in what you wa- how you want it done or how, you know, what you want to do too. Sure. Um, couple things to actually three things to remember. um, and she hasn't talk about this as much but this is something that my own insight that i want to share is that we all grew up differently um and we are taught you know by where how we grew up how to kind of keep house? I mean, if your parents were disorganized and messy, then that's what you're used to. Then that's what you're used to. If your parents were more on the OCD side, where everything was, you know, in their place and everything was clean, then that's what you're going um, to know to be. And so, I think we have to remember that we all grew up differently. We all have different ways of doing things, and um, we definitely have different tolerances. And we've talked about this before um, of when it comes to our messy home, how much is too much. And, Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and she mentioned this last week too, that, um, you know, what, what I make or, well, and I'll talk about this in a second, but just having those areas that are just for the person with ADHD and the person that's not and respecting both, you know, because we all have different tolerances. I mean, it's true. Absolutely. And, you know, the, the, the other part to, uh, to remember as well is that household duties again are overwhelming when you're already busy with a schedule, you know, you don't have a lot of time to do it. They're boring. You don't want to do them. And then when we don't do them, we feel bad about not getting them done sooner. And I think that, um, is very true for the ADD year is that there's that shame that gets wrapped around it, um, for not getting it done. So, Just a few things self
0: perpetuating, right? Like you once you get into that point of of being uh, of living with that shame, it makes it less likely you're going to complete whatever comes next. And it makes it more likely that you will feel somehow shamed or disciplined from your partner.
1: Well, and if that partner is making them feel that way yeah. by what they're saying, absolutely. I mean, I think it can make it definitely worse if you have a partner who's not, you know, maybe is understanding, um, or I who's think, just so frustrated yeah,
0: that that, yeah. that really is the big lesson for me that it it's not, it, it's, first of all, it's not one sided and B, it takes a lot of work uh, right. to to be constantly sort of aware of the dynamic.
1: Absolutely. Um, okay, so this is the suggestion from her in her book, and she she says to approach chores and sort of in, in a business like way. And there's five steps to this. The first step is to state the situation. So I take that as you know, let's look at um, our our chores. And um, the second step here is to create a list of regular one time chores. So I kind of look at that as as the same, you know, you state the situation, what has to get done, let's make a list of what needs to get done, what are things that need to be done daily, what needs to be done, you know, weekly, and then there's also those one-time things that maybe only have to be done once a year, or whatever. If something's broken, you got to call the plumber. That may be just a one-time thing, you know. So I think it's communication is really what it gets down goes down to. But approaching it to uh, or approaching it in a way that's just very business-like, take the emotion out and just say, okay, this is our situation. This is what has to get done. And then the third step here is determining, you know, what is the best fit um, for each helper. So what am I good at? What are you good at? Um, what could we delegate out? You know, she doesn't talk about delegation, but I certainly want to throw that in. If both of you hate to clean the house, is it possible for you to, to hire a housekeeper? Um, so I would say, you know, look at that. Also, if you have a family who have kids, or if your kids are old enough to do chores, make sure you get them in this this meeting because they can be part of that as well. Um, and and figuring out what they're gonna be doing and then get these the fourth step is getting the routines in place and having um a regular meeting to coordinate efforts, just to kind of make sure that okay, everybody knows what they're doing, and and uh, and then the fifth step is measuring the success of efforts and adjusting to whatever needs to be adjusted. And I'm going to talk about some roadblocks in just a second, but I'm curious. Um, from you, Pete, what you think about that kind of five-step
0: approach? Oh, I think it makes a lot of sense, and in particular, the uh, just the act of bringing many people together, bringing everyone who is involved—the kids, uh, you know, or parents if they're living with you—I mean, whatever relations that live in the house who take part in the house—it's uh, it, a it's an equalizing effort, right? It, mm-hmm. it it allows you to sort of share the weight of routine, uh, and uh, rather than having it sit on the shoulders of of you know one or two people, in particular particularly it takes the weight off of the person who maybe, uh, bears the brunt of the disorganization.
1: Right. Right.
0: You know, there's, there's something to that.
1: Well, and I like in, in step number three, um, you know, she says, determine the best fit of activity for each helper. And I like that because it really does make you think, um, you know, what do I enjoy doing? And, and, and this is for the person that has ADHD, because if you're doing something that you enjoy a little bit more than something else, then we're putting some forethought into it so that, you know, we're not trying to make you do something that you absolutely just Hate to do or you don't have time to do, so she right. had this example of don't give somebody something to do thirty minutes before they have to leave for work. you know um don't and maybe that might be getting lunches ready for your kids. Well, maybe that person has to leave at eight. that's not the the best fit for them. Let's give it to somebody else or whatever. Right, so right. I just think it gives you some thought it just lets you think about really you know what what's what makes sense. So yeah, I like yeah. that.
0: I think the real cha- the, the real challenge comes in the, in this next part, right, where which is yes. uh, you know around what happens when it falls apart.
1: Yes, and it will because nothing exact. You know, nothing works exactly the way that we expect it to. So, in her book, she definitely you know covers different kinds of roadblocks and and some things that that can happen. But there were two that really stuck out at me that are common ones that I see with my own clients. And and the first one is 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 that follow through. So one partner uh, didn't do what they committed. To do. And so, what do you do in that situation? And, um, you know, first thing is we have to remember that unfinished chores, are, you know, that's not a sign that your p- partner doesn't love you. Um, and, but it's very easy to take it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, but what it really is more of a sign is that the ADHD got in the way and, uh, there may have been some kind of lack of structure or something that, that didn't happen. And so the solution here is to remain calm. Um, of course, not, beating the other partner up. But the solution then, of course, is to remain calm, remember not to take it personally, um, and just figure out together, you know, what went wrong. And uh, what really sticks with me on the conversation that we had with Melissa last week is she says, you know, be partners, not adversaries. And that just so much resonates with me. So, you know, something didn't get done. Okay, well, let's not, you know, let's not, be so mad at each other about it. Let's figure out how to, how to make it work. And maybe that person was just overscheduled that week, or they got distracted and they just really just forgot about it and they didn't intend to, they just simply forgot. And so together you can kind of come up with ways of, of how, um, that might get done this week. But I think it is about being patient and really takes effort from both, parties. Like we don't want as Dr. Hollowell will say, we don't want to use ADHD as an excuse. It's just an ex, you know, it's an explanation, but we can it doesn't excuse you from not doing the chore if you've committed to it. But now we got to figure out how to how to get you to do it um so that it, you know, your partner isn't Full of
0: resentment. Uh, again, it, it, I'm I'm struck by this. The whole idea that everything, every one of these suggestions is all about balancing the load. Right? It's not creating a an environment of isolation where someone has blame, and and it seems so logical to come at it this way. That we're just balancing the field. Right? We're mm-hmm. just balancing mm-hmm. the field for a discussion about ownership of of chores, about ownership of what went wrong, about trying to figure out a solution, a shared solution. It seems so logical. It seems. So uh natural. And yet it is the hardest thing to do. It's the hardest thing to around every corner. There's an opportunity to judge, to be judged, to be frustrated, and to and to uh you know uh to initiate some sort of a blame. It it's it's very natural to to fall out of this habit. And and I think that's a that's a thing I just want to latch on to. It's okay if it's hard. It's it's okay yeah. if it's hard, right?
1: Absolutely. And it's hard no matter if you have ADHD or no right. ADHD. I mean, relationships, living with someone is hard, <laughs> you know? Really. Um, and, and, and these are issues for everybody. And uh, I think that the biggest thing that I've I've learned in my own marriage and, um, you know, what I hope to, to continue to, to do is, is that communication has to be open. Like, I cannot just assume that, you know, my husband knows that I'm frustrated because he doesn't, (laughs) I can't just assume that he knows to do certain things. Like if he, he may not see, and I'll talk about this when we talk about different tolerance levels, but he may not see the same things that I see. So I I think that the worst thing you could probably do is to, is to keep quiet and not say anything because then that resentment is just going to keep building. And, and chances are the other partner really doesn't know how you feel. And, um, but again, I think coming I think I remember, gosh, I'm throwing out all of these like weird things that I remember, but, um, Dr. Phil, out of all people, uh, I remember talking to, he was talking about relationships and something, one of his shows, I guess. And, uh, how you fight is a really good indication of if you're going to stay married or not. Um, you know, and yeah. I think that's probably true because if you're really disrespectful, the marriage is probably not going to make it. Um, and in, in this situation, I can see the arguments building and get and the resentment building. And so if you can communicate that uh, and, and share what you're thinking, I, I think you're probably going to be in a better situation. But again, people, I am not a marriage therapist. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, this is just an opinion. I don't know if it's right or wrong, so…
0: Well, let's talk about tolerance I, levels then.
1: Yeah. So difference tolerant, or different tolerance levels was something that she mentioned in the book. And I, I'm glad that she did because it's something that you and I, again, have talked about with organization.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, back we in the all, day. Yeah. Back in the day. I mean, we all have different levels of tolerance when it comes to, you know, messes and how organized things are. And uh, I loved when she shared with us last week that each person, you know, let them have mm-hmm. their space. And so have one side of the closet be the one partner space and the other is the other and neither person can really say anything about that space. You know, if they want to keep it messy, they keep it messy. You just don't say anything. Um, if there's an area that you really care about, then, you know, make that part of your chore list so that you can make sure that you take care of it. And again, I think that's why dividing the chores in the way that she suggests makes so much sense because you really are thinking it through on what, um, what is possible and what's realistic. And uh compromise, right? I mean compromise. I know it's uh if somebody's really messy and somebody's really clean, it, it's gonna be tough, but both people have to compromise because you got it. You want to stay married. (laughs) So, you know, instead of one person having to give up everything, I mean, really, again, goes back to balance what you were talking about. It's that balance um, and finding out what's, you know, important to each person and uh, something that's worked for us. That's still a work in progress because these chore that the way that she approaches chores is definitely something that I need to do with my family and sit down and, and divvy it up to, to my kids, especially. Um, but one thing that does really help, and this goes back to the communication part, is if I need certain things done, so say we're going on a trip or we're leaving town for the weekend or we're having a party and I just need to have s- certain things done, what I've done is I will make a list for my my husband, I will make a list for... um my son and my daughter and tell them exactly what I need them to do. Now, remember I don't have ADHD, so it's pretty easy for me to go through and break it down that way. Yeah. Um, but what I do is I give them that list and I'll say, okay, you know, this is the stuff I need done and this is the time I need to get it done. And, um, I, it works. It works for us because there's no resentment. I don't have to assume that they know what they need to do. They don't have to assume, they don't have to worry about it because I'm giving them a list. It's not being controlling. It's really just divvying up everything that needs to be done so that it doesn't all fall on me. (laughs) And so I try to be, um, you know, respectful, like, okay, we're a family of four. We're all capable of making this party happen, but this is what you know, each of us have to do. Um, But you know what? It's interesting
0: about that is like in terms of balancing the field, because one of your skills and and your abilities is making the list and being able to break down those projects and see Mm -hmm. the forest for the trees, so to speak. Um, Mm -hmm. It's easy for you to take on that responsibility. And when you do that, that means they don't have to, right? right? They're sharing the load in a different way.
1: Right. And and I think that if you do have a spouse who doesn't have ADHD, that is a very realistic um chore to put on to them in the sense of can you be the one that sort of makes sure that you know the things get not things get done because that's not what we want. But if you need help breaking stuff down, I think mm-hmm. it's okay for the non ADHD person to do that. If you both have ADHD, That is going to be a different dynamic, and I would say that ADHD – it shows up differently in different people, and so find out what your strengths are. The two ADDers, what are your strengths, and together figure out how to make this work. And if you still need help, then that's where you can probably um, get some help from a counselor or a therapist or some outside viewpoint just to help you if you need to to um, have further help. You know, mm-hmm. um, but I do think that even if you both have ADHD because it shows up differently. If you work together, I bet you could still come up with something really great for, for the two of you.
0: Uh, and definitely check out Melissa's book. Uh, clearly, it yes. is, a, it, it is a, a terrific resource. It is inspirational for us to talk about. Uh, and and we, we have to continue to plug that. So jump over to the show notes, click the link. You can pick it up on Amazon and, and um, see for yourself uh, just how useful it is.
1: So one last thing before we wrap up is that we've got some great interviews, um, coming up in the next few weeks. And so I just wanted to make sure that people, you know, if you're new to the show, um, to, to make sure you keep coming back because we have not only all of like the 300 shows that we have already recorded, but we've got um, a show coming up on how you talk to others about your ADHD. We're going to talk about navigating the storms of ADHD. We're going to have a show about um, being newly diagnosed. We're going to also have Lori Dupar come back on the show and talk about ADHD management. Excellent. Uh, um, we're going to talk about um, ADHD strengths. James Ochoa is going to be on the show. All of this, again, is happening in October. October is going to be this fabulous month. So I just want to make sure that people knew what was coming up.
0: That's right. It is Take Control of the ADHD Podcast Awareness Month, which it happens is. to be celebrating ADHD Awareness Month.
1: We so are. We're
0: so meta. Uh, this is great stuff, uh, great resources, and so much to look forward to. Thank you all for downloading and listening to the show. Uh, and and thanks in advance for your support over on patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast. We sure appreciate it. Uh, thanks for your time and your attention, everybody. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll catch you next week right here on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast.